Hello. Long time. Yep, we're back. We're back. It's been almost a, well, close to a year, not almost. We had The last time we recorded was in February. Yeah, it seems like so long ago now. And I don't think you were with me when I recorded. I think you were in the hospital and I was just like, hey, this is what's going on. Yep. Also, if you hear beeps and stuff going in the background, that's my home dialysis machine going right now. So, let's just start right from the get-go. Let's just dive in since you said you're home dialysis. I think when we recorded back in February, you were going... I was still in center. You were going in center to Debita. So, tell us about that. What does your home mean? When the pandemic hit, I thought to myself, well, I don't want to go in, in center to... Because you have to be close up on the text and stuff. Like that one, they're putting you on dialysis. So I said to myself, well... Let me interrupt you real quick. Uh If I'm a listener and I don't really know what in-center means, how would you describe it? In-center is when you actually leave your house and go to another center where they have techs and nurses. And the techs put you on dialysis themselves. You just... You don't do anything but just sit in the chair. And they do all of the work. Gotcha. So that's what in center means. It it has its ups and its downs because you have to leave your house, which some people that's great, some people it's not so great depending on how your health is. And then you got to be around all these other people. You know, you're you're all sitting down and you're breathing the same air and stuff like that. So I decided that I wanted to go back to doing home dialysis. I've done home hemodialysis before it's work but you're at your home so you you're more comfortable you know you have to set up the machine yourself you have to actually put the needles in your arm yourself you have to put yourself on dialysis you have to do all of your labs everything is on you but you can do it while you're at home yeah that's great um, cause you're on for like what four hours sometimes. Yes, a little sometimes over. take about four hours at right yeah. now. So I'm hoping to get it down in a cut in a, like a month or so to cut that time down to maybe three hours. I remember when Rona first hit, I was real nervous about you going out to dialysis. Right. Cause I'm like, ooh, germs, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, cause right. we didn't know anything about it. Right. Like they had shut everything down. Like they gave me papers at dialysis center. So I could be out and about. <laughs> it's like you might need these papers, so you can get these. So you got a legitimate reason to be out and about. I was like, oh man, it's it's about to be terrible out here. Yeah, because I'm like, uh, they just shut the whole world down. <laughs> um, so if you step outside, you're gonna, you're probably gonna have something terrible happen right, to you. Right, right, right. But this at home has been working out, and I've been able to help you a little bit. So yeah, hopefully, I, um, actually, it took them a minute to get me back in for training to do the at home because they have to train you and. With insurance and stuff, you have to be trained for a couple of weeks. On the, even though I knew everything, basically I was just at the center chilling <laughs> while I was supposed to be getting trained because I already knew how to do mostly everything. So, but there were a few refreshers. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, refreshers and, and I mean they like, had me come in too and like take a little course to know about the alarms and the bells and whistles and right. all that jazz. So, and I had to get. I had to get what's called a fistula placed in my arm. 
I've had one before. Fistless is where they take a artery and a vein and tie them together so the artery will plump up and become bigger. And that way you can stick needles into it because dialysis needles are huge. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. If you've ever been at, had to go to the hospital and had to get an IV, that needle that they put in you is maybe a 22 gauge or at the most a 20 gauge needle. Okay? Now, the lower the number, the bigger the needle. I don't know why they make it like that. So, like for instance, a 20, 20 gauge needle is bigger than a 22 gauge needle, okay? Well, on dialysis, you use 16 and 15 gauge needles. Mm-hmm. Big old huge needles, so you need a plump vein to um, stick it in. They're pretty intimidating looking needles. Yeah, so I, I, back when I first started dialysis, they did one for my right arm, and that one went bad a couple of years ago, so. So they had to put one in my left arm. So that was trying just to just to get used to sticking myself with the other hand and stuff like that. Okay, cool. But you've gotten the hang of it. You've yeah, been and, taken and, care. and um, you're you've been helping me too. Now my wife is like my spotter. She goes to my arm. And spots where the best spot to stick the needles in, and we mark it, and then I stick the needle in. Yep, and then I hope you get off of dialysis too. Yep, yep, sure it does. Because I was having a problem of getting off dialysis, pulling those needles out, and bleeding. So she's now helping me do that as well. So it's been great. I th- yeah, we've made a good team. It's yeah. been working out pretty well so far, and I hope it continues to work well. I hope it is a temporary thing and that you get a kidney sooner than later right. we can get rid of your machine all the stuff that goes along with dialysis it right wait so how has our marriage been with corona as well as still dealing with me with my health issues how has it are you asking me yeah how do you think it's 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 been Well, Corona has been, um, I didn't think we'd be be in the house this long. (laughs) I'm like, oh wait, it's still happening. And the numbers now, what's today? Today is October 20th and I was watching the news earlier and the numbers are creeping up there. I guess this is the second wave or the beginning of the second wave. So, um, I am fortunate that I get to work from home so I don't have to worry about Going out and doing stuff. Yeah, you were um, working from home before it hit, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I was working from home, but I was also still going out, you know, doing community that right. type stuff. But now all my work is 100% virtual. Um, so I'm fortunate in that respect that I don't have to go out and do stuff like that. And early on during the pandemic, we were even getting our groceries delivered. Right. So now it's like I go to the grocery store. I go see my mom every now and then because um, she's very cautious. Um, what else am I doing? I think that concludes the list <laughs> of well, things I mean, that I'm doing. I, <laughs> I don't go really... out and about too, like um, 
my church, we started back having services. At first, we were having services in the parking lot, and now we've um, gone inside, but we switched to two services, so it's not that many people in the sanctuary at one time. But I'm, I'm glad we didn't get cabin fever, especially with it just being us two. Because that could have really been bad while we just looking at each other all day long. Can I tell you something? I am an extrovert. You know I get really energized by uh, being around other people. But just being in the house is kind of awesome. You, like, you coming over to us introverted side? <laughs> uh, kind of. I can see why some of y'all are like, I'm going to be at the house, at the house chilling. not dealing with anyone. It's kind of great. Um... If you're someone like me who is just always on the go, like I'm a person who I tend to keep a very full schedule. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not full with work stuff, I will fill it with extracurricular type things. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why I do that because I have a bunch of stuff to do and then I start complaining about having a bunch of stuff to do. And it's <laughs> like, Greg, why I got so much stuff to do? I'm like, you put it on your And it's like, I signed up for this. None of this is mandatory. <laughs> you chose to do this. Okay. Whatever, Shalanda. Yeah, there goes my machine beeping again. I signed up for all this stuff, and I'm tired because it's like, um, when I signed up for this, I was into it. But now it's three (laughs) days later, and I regret everything about it. But this being in the house has actually been kind of great, and I have enjoyed spending time with you. Like. You're one of my favorite people. You're you're my best friend. Yeah. Don't tell nobody I said that. Uh, but I like being oh, around geez. you. We've been having fun. <laughs> We've been cracking jokes. And <laughs> I've been cooking everything under the sun. Like <laughs> right. I, made, I started making jelly and uh, what, pickles. I made some wine. <laughs> I made cakes. Um, so it's a wonder that I'm not on my 600-pound life just yet. Because I've literally <laughs> been making everything. But I think just, you know, just you and I at home, like my birthday is in July and usually we always go out and do something for my birthday. It's like an all day affair. All week affair. Well, yes. (laughs) Um, But this year I ordered some Lebanese food and watched Hamilton on Disney Plus and it was great. Like I regret absolutely nothing. I think after that I took a nap. So I would say that the pandemic coupled with um what you've been going through with your health i think it's made us closer i think it's made us yeah. even more friends than we were before yeah, about you? i've had some things happen that's really um made me take an assessment of my life and i've really opened up and started being more vocal and more talking more about my feelings Yes, guys, we do have feelings. Do you want to talk about what you've been through or no? It's up to you. Um, Let's leave that for another episode. Okay, cool. We can do that. But yeah, you have been talking more about how you've been feeling. Right. It's great. Because guys, we, we do have feelings. We just talk about them in different ways. Like we get together, we talk about the football game or the basketball game. We'll talk about that dunk or touchdown or something. And then we'll talk about how that makes so us feel. So when you said dunk, I thought you meant dunk like somebody's ass. And I'm like, so y'all be sitting at you as no. a man, man, just be talking. I got it. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were talking dunk. about like that dunk or dunk. No. I don't even know if people say it anymore. Funny. I'm old. I don't know. You funny. 
Uh, but but we can talk about our feelings. We just talk about them in different ways. So we have to to learn how to effectively communicate with obviously the opposite sex for our for our example. Um, and I know we're gonna leave this for our future um, taping, but we really want to get into about marriage, about how. Everybody say marriage is great, but nobody actually tells you how to be married. You know what's funny? Uh, just to go back how you're talking about your feelings. It's like, I've been telling you this for free for 13 <laughs> years, but what do I know? Yeah, I like, know. You, you don't to your started wife, going you know. to therapy and you're like, hey, babe, guess what? And I'm like, oh, tell me. I'm all ears. Uh-huh. I had no clue. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, at least it's happening. And I can even say to you, Hey babe, how's your mental today? <laughs> and you're you're honest about it. Like you'll mm-hmm. tell me. Yes, guys, going to therapy is great. You really start learning more about yourself. I agree. If I've, you got a great therapist, Melvin McDowell. Ooh, shout out. I've had a therapist since I was in my twenties, and I've had different therapists because it can be hard to find. A right fit for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've had several and I feel like when I first start out with them, I'm just kind of interviewing them to see if they'll be a good match <laughs> for me and not the other way around. Right. Um, and it took me a while to figure out what it is that I need. Like, not to say that someone who is a different race can't be a great therapist, but I have found that I need a therapist who looks like me. Right. Um, when I first started, I would get these white women and not to say they were bad but i'm like i don't really think the cultural understanding yeah, some is stuff there. they just, just don't understand like you're not getting this right. and then when i had my first black woman she would just talk to me like she was my sister or like my mama yeah, she would be like chilling. okay girl look <laughs> you a mess and let me tell you why and I, that's what i needed to hear and there were things that i didn't have to explain to her because her being a black woman, being she knew. She, she knew, got, like, she oh, understood. yeah, I know you're not about to jump in that pool and get your hair wet. You don't right, have to tell right, me. I know right. what's going to happen. Um, so she right. was great. And unfortunately, the firm that she worked, where she worked, um, it closed. And then we just kind of lost contact. I wish I could find her because she was fantastic. And uh-huh. I will go back to her. But I have a woman now, an older black lady. And uh, she's pretty good. She's good. pretty good. I'm happy good. with her. I feel comfortable. It, it's funny because by her being an older lady, and I mean older like, I don't know. She's probably in her 60s. I'm talking like she's 100. <laughs> but I felt like there were some topics at first that I was kind of, I don't want to say uncomfortable talking with her about, but it just took me a minute. Because it's like, would I sit down and just talk to my grandma about my sex life? <laughs> no, I would not. So I kind of felt like I don't need to be bringing all this information, you know, to like right. to Miss Sterling. Right, inf- sweet yeah. old granny. Yeah, right. but she, no, she be sitting there cursing and yeah, telling me about <laughs> kids getting on her nerves and all that other stuff. So she's cool. It's working out. And she's, you've come a couple times to the sessions. Yeah. Oh, Do you not remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one who, whenever we go, it, it comes, it returns into a Greg bashing session. It does not se- turn session. into a Greg bashing session. <laughs> it does not. It, it's, you, let me, Greg, let me tell you all this stuff no, you're doing wrong. The reason I asked you to come is because I'm like, okay, there's 
not peace in our home at the moment. So, Greg, let's come so we can talk this out. And it turns into a, Greg, this is all the stuff you're doing wrong. Shlanda, this is the one thing you're doing wrong. Listen, nobody's Greg, perfect. Greg, you're doing all these 50 things wrong. Shalana, here go to one other thing you're doing wrong. You know, we both have different perspectives, and my <laughs> perspective does not see that. Now, you, you know see, what? when you go to my therapist, he don't point no fingers. I've only been once. Boy, <laughs> he ain't point no fingers. <laughs> no, your great. therapist is great, yeah. and my therapist is great. My therapist and... actually talks with you. Mm-hmm. He looks at you. You know, he's not just sitting there typing or writing stuff down. He's actually having a conversation with you. I love it. Melvin McDowell, Saginaw. Yeah, I think uh, everyone should have a therapist. Yeah. I think just like, you know, you go to the dentist every six months, you get your yearly checkup. Those are conversations that people have because obviously you want to be in the best physical shape as you can be. Right. And I think you also need to be in the best mental, mental shape, shape you can be. Because yeah. it's rough out there, especially now with especially this pandemic. Nowadays, I mean, right. people are separated you can't just go out and socialize like you used to because people are lonely or mm-hmm. maybe you've lost jobs or have financial difficulty or i mean outside of the pandemic you've got like social it's unrest stuff, right you've got this crazy election going on right Ooh. now you know like crazy. countries being run by a, a lunatic um <laughs> i'll keep my political views to myself <laughs> um so there's just a lot going on and i can see how that can affect someone's mental so right and now we're going into winter which is always rough on your mental yeah. so we now we got corona and this election piled up on top of that so it can be very frustrating now so you need to talk to somebody yeah. and sometimes I mean, granted, we're married, so we talk to each other a lot. But there are some times where you need to talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's not your spouse. So I know we've gone on a rant about <laughs> about um, therapy, but, you know, that's how it is. Therapy's cool. All the right. cool kids are going. So if you haven't been, think about it. And I, I, I think that a lot of places now are even offering maybe the first five Virtual sessions zoom. free or like even greatly reduced just because they they know that there's a huge need for it right, right. now. So take a look, see what's out there and uh, get some help if you need it. No right. shame in it. So you said something, apparently we're just talking randomly today. We have no theme. <laughs> so bear with us as we just talk about whatever pops in our head. Right, what did you right. say about everyone says get married, but they don't tell you how to do it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we could talk about that a little more because... When you're growing up, especially when you're growing up in the church, everybody's saying, woo, marriage is great. You see married people, and they kind of present this aura of, yes, marriage is great. Everybody should get married and all this stuff. But nobody actually talks about the how, Mm -hmm. what you have to do. You know, um, it's not all roses and parades it's it's work yeah yeah uh we have some friends who have a i guess it's called a a vlog a video podcast they have a show on 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 youtube called chris and the xd and they talk about relationships a lot and i think this was a question recently that they posed Um, so check out chris and the xd on youtube to get more in depth in this because this is uh kind of i think where this question is stemming from um but yeah no one at least from my experience it has been drilled into me you know you should 
people should get married. Right. Okay. What happens now? Like exactly. <laughs> no exactly. one, because I didn't. I didn't know how to be married. Like my parents weren't together, and my grandparents had been married forever. But I don't necessarily think it was a. I'm with you because I'm in love with you. It was more of a, I'm with you because we old school and that's what we do. We stay together. <laughs> you know, like, you see those, you, you might hear about people your grandparents' age or or older and they've been together 64, 74 years, but it's like, but were y'all really into it? Were right. you one with it's one like, another? Or is it, a lot of times, it's like the wife was a homemaker and the husband, husband went out and worked. So it's money, like, right? well, I guess we're doing this because you feed me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what did you, after we got married, what did you find most surprising? Like, what were your expectations versus reality? All right. Well, I'm just going to say it. As a man, it was, you was expecting sex, 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 just all the time. Just walk in the door, sex. Before oh, you leave in sex, it's all the time, you know? <laughs> in the middle of the night, just sex. <laughs> you know, that was kind of your it, expectation. Does your wife before. not have a... Is she a real person or is she like a blow-up doll? <laughs> you, you never really think about that. You think about she's just going to be there for you and for your needs. You never really think about that you're going to have to be there for the other person as well. You always think about, I mean, it's kind of human nature. You think about what you need, mm-hmm. you know, or want. So it's 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 different when so when you get together and she's like, uh-uh, not today. And you're like, wait a minute, what do you mean not today? What are you, what you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're not the first guy I have heard say that either. I especially think with people who were raised in the church because you know in church at least from my from i'll talk from my experience you're taught till you get married there's no sexing going on (laughs) you don't start sexing until you get married and then once you get married it is going to be magical and glorious (laughs) and there will be firecrackers going off and shooting stars and all of that good stuff but the thing is you are taught all through church, all the time that you're growing up in church, to repress, to ignore, to just act like sex is not happening. But then as soon as you say, I do, as soon as you sign that marriage certificate, your sex switch is supposed to immediately just flip. flip right. And you're just supposed to become this porn star. And you're like, <laughs> hold up. I don't know. What? Like, it's, it's very uncomfortable because you've been taught to say no and not be into it and now all of a sudden you're just supposed to be your husband's like literally give him everything right and i think that there needs to be a discussion a real discussion uh in church about how that works so that people don't have unrealistic expectations right and a very candid discussion not just a fluff like very even if you got to bring in other people to talk about this, we need to talk about this stuff in church, mm-hmm. you know, because it's real. And that's why a lot of couples break up. They break up over what happens in the bedroom and what happens with the finances. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. There just needs to be real conversations about that. And also just how to, I didn't know how to argue. I don't. I probably still don't know how to argue and how to. I shouldn't even say argue because I don't like 
to argue. Like, I understand that we won't always see eye to eye about things, mm-hmm. and we need to have deep, serious <laughs> uh, conversations when that happens, not just no, me yelling don't. and screaming. <laughs> Being like, Greg, why you don't see what I'm trying to show you? Um, because I didn't know, I, nobody taught me how to do that. I right. had no idea how to handle conflict resolution right. in a marriage. It was just like, okay, why you just don't see things yeah, my way? Sometimes I still blow off at the handle. Yeah. Be ready to be ready to punch a punching bag and be all mad and stuff, but you know. Yeah, I think each day we've been together thirteen years, um yep. is a learning experience. Oh yeah. Like even now I'm still learning, okay, this is a serious conversation we need to have, but when's the right time to have it? Right. Like I can't just randomly be like, hey, hey we need to Yeah, let's talk about this really serious subject after you just told me you have a headache and don't feel well but I know you watching the game but right now is when I want to talk about this you know or how to disagree because disagreements happen just in relationships not just in relationships but in life right and you can disagree without having this full out it doesn't have to be a fight you're going to disagree but you're going to have to learn how to communicate and how to compromise mm-hmm. you know those are key things that you have to learn how to do and compromise has been I won't speak for you <laughs> but compromise for me has been challenging I think it's been the most challenging thing in our relationship right because I'm an only child so I so didn't was I. <laughs> I had no reason to compromise it was just like okay this is what we doing right. cause I don't have nobody else to like argue with me about it mm-hmm. and now I have you who sometimes does not always think my ideas are right and just and perfect and I'm like <laughs> first of all sir what's wrong with you because that idea was brilliant can I just say I just think that that was the funniest thing my wife would be like my idea is just because I came up with it <laughs> I'm like, wait, just because you came up with an idea don't mean that it's just and right. I'm like, first of all, let's bask in how great this idea is for about two minutes. I used to crack up. And then I would be looking at him like, wait, you ain't with it. What, what's wrong? Even though I was the only child, I grew up with a bunch of cousins and stuff, so I had to learn how to deal with other people. So, so I have cousins, but I'm the oldest cousin, so it was still like... Yeah, this is what we going to do. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to get on board this That's train. Um, but yeah, I think being married exposes a lot of things about yourself. It's not even just learning different things about your spouse. I think it's learning different things about What's yourself. Show, yeah. Like, I have learned that, well, I don't think this was a secret to anyone. I'm very spoiled. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm used to having things my way. And when that doesn't happen... Sometimes I just crumble. I'm just like, Greg, (laughs) come on. What is something that you would say uh, marriage has exposed about yourself? Um, The biggest thing was talking about my feelings. I think that that was a huge thing because I never really had to before. You know, I, I express my feelings, but I don't talk about my feelings if that can be something. Like, I would do anything for you. You can ask me, say, Greg, 
I know it's one o'clock in the morning, but we need to take a trip to Detroit to go do something. I'd be like, bet, let's go. You know, but I won't talk the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just <yeah>. be quiet. <laughs> and I'm a cancer, so I love to talk about feelings and emotions. So I was just like, oh, no, baby. What right. What you doing? <laughs> you going like, to Why you ain't talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it, it's, it's, I think marriage has improved us both together. Right. And individually. individually right. Yeah. So marriage is work. Um. But I think it's a it's a good rewarding work. But that's what you want to do. You want to find a spouse that challenges you. You know, make you better. Yeah. You don't want somebody who's gonna just just accept you as you are and not take you, not help you become a better person. Take you to the next level. Yeah, take you to the next level. Because you quick to let me know when I'm wrong about something. Like, (laughs) you wouldn't write on that. And you know what? I might not like it in the moment, but in hindsight, I'll be like, you know what? Craig was right. I guess I could have been nicer. I could have said it this way, or I could (laughs) have said it that way. You're right. But yeah, I think it's, um, it's been, we've had more good times than bad. Oh, yeah. And we also have a, um, I think God has really helped keep us together oh, yeah. as well. Um, I'm not like a super religious person, but <laughs> I do I do believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. I do believe in, you know, Jesus died on the cross for my sins, right. died coming back, forgiveness, all that good stuff. You know how you've been to Sunday school. I want to take it out for you. I believe that. Um, Reach it to the choir. And I think that I know there have been moments where it's like, okay, if we are just going to deal with Shalonda right now. I know I'm a, I'm a blow up, fly off the handle and say the right thing. So, Lord Jesus, please help me. <laughs> say the right things. So sometimes when we have disagreements and we're able to squash them, in hindsight, I'm thinking, oh, this was all Jesus because Shalonda wanted to call you every name in the book. <laughs> My wife is very blunt. She just will tell you like it is. Sometimes it's great though because now I know. <laughs> true, true. So, yeah, but um, maybe we could talk more about marriage because this is my, our marriage is my favorite marriage. <laughs> it's weird, though, because sometimes people who have known us for a while, like people who have seen what we've gone through, like with your health issues uh-huh. and all of that stuff, um, they will look at us and say like, oh, you guys are our goals, which that's nice. That's a sweet thing to say. But right, right. just because you see a, a cute Facebook picture, you don't know that three you hours later we were like yelling at each other. Right. We were crying. Or I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm not staying with you. Like, you don't <laughs> see all of that. and I You think, don't see us on the car ride over to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think everyone should be their, their own goals. Uh-huh. You know, like our relationship works for us right but somebody else could look at it if they really knew the inner workings of our relationship they might be like no but it works for us and uh there's no one i would rather be with besides you oh jeez maybe jeff bezos because he's paid but uh, i would still stick out and see you uh, and he bought me a private plane so <laughs> well all right i think that's an all for today while my wife chokes As on I choke water. on a bottle of water. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll have... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I was thinking we can, in 
future episodes we can talk more about um, relationships in general and then throw in, sprinkle in every now and then um, how my health is is having us maneuver through our marriage. I think that's good because we've been through some things. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean in 2020. I mean, we've been through some things. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, but we really feel led to uh, let our relationship serve as a testimony to other couples. Like, right. I really believe we're supposed to... <clears throat> write a book at some point mm-hmm. and also you be doing the writing i just sh- be doing the talking share our story with a larger audience maybe talk at churches or i don't know marriage retreats that sort of thing but that is something that has been in my spirit for years but it's really been heavy on my spirit this year and i know, I know you, you keep talking about that all right yeah but i also know that a couple weeks ago that was something you said you felt we were supposed to be doing as well uh-huh so, yeah. Well, anything else? I think that's it for right now. Okay, that's it for right now. I'm going to finish um, coughing because <laughs> I swallowed this water like a crazy person and they tried to take me out. But, yeah, we're going to actually keep up on recording our episodes. We um, promise. We promise to get we out promise. a new episode every week unless there's an emergency. Then it might be every other week. But we're going to keep this up um, so that, what, seven, eight months don't fly by right. like it did before? In the next episode. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we hope that you enjoyed our our rant of randomness <laughs> <laughs> today. Um, hopefully you can piece some of what we have said together and make it make sense. We don't work off of a script, and I'm sure no you... No script, just... Uh, off the top of our head. I'm sure the listeners are like, we can tell. Yeah, you need a script. Like, you need to, I need to write this down beforehand. Off the cuff. We just do it. We just go. All right. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed yourselves. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And have a great night. We will talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.